0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: The more I look at Auburn's matchup against Vanderbilt, I just don't see how Vandy's going to score. You are
2: Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day yes
1: this is locked on auburn thank you so much for making locked on auburn your first listen every single day i'm zach Blackerby and happy crane kick thursday to everyone who celebrates Jake crane of crane and company and the daily wire hanging out with us jake you're up in nashville you're feeling the lack of energy around the vanderbilt football program and the more i look at this team with them probably starting the not their starting quarterback on saturday i just I have a hard time seeing how Vandy's going to be able to consistently put up points against Auburn on Saturday. Am I off on this? Am I being too critical of the Commodores?
2: No, no, I just I just hope you're right. Um, yeah. And look, the game of football it's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, but I mean logically you look at this game, it's it's one of the the few outside of, you know, the group of 5 games that that Auburn's going to play that the roster, Auburn's going to have a better roster than what they're going up against. And with the changes, and obviously it's been a letdown year for Vanderbilt. That does exist, you know. I've, I've come to learn that Vanderbilt does have expectations. I mean, obviously Clark Lee, who I'm convinced is Professor X. I've never seen him and Professor X in the same room together. Sure. Um, uh, but maybe after this year, I have to rethink that. There was a lot of hope going coming in this year with, with what they had returning, what they accomplished last year. Uh, but it's all falling apart. They've kind of gone back to a uh, regular Vanderbilt, and it started with Hawaii early in the year. They couldn't run the ball against Hawaii who isn't exactly the steel curtain on defense. I mean, Timmy Chang's trying to trying to rebuild that program out there. Uh, but it's just been a consistent problem up front. And now that that backup quarterback's starting, outside of Will Shepard, I don't look at anybody on that team, and I'm like, oh, no, mm-hmm. especially with the way Auburn's defense has been playing, and they'll have a talent advantage in this game. And I tell you what, Zach, one thing, too, I don't think Auburn's going to overlook Vanderbilt. They're, they're not in a spot to be able to overlook anybody. Because you know they're trying to get to the bowl win mark. They know how important that is, and they know what a loss to Vandy. Let's be honest. If if we're going to tell the truth, is awful for PR. It's an awful optic situation. You want to ask anybody? Just ask Billy Napier.
1: No question about it. I think Hugh Freeze's messaging. I mean, he's got Auburn folks like really believing his words, and and he's he's probably being genuine, right? How it's a scary place to play was was the word that he used. And I've talked to a few players. This week, and they seem just as focused on this game as they did, you know, against Georgia a few weeks ago. And so I think his messaging and his tactic, whether it's legit or not, it doesn't matter. It's getting the job done. They, they aren't going to overlook Fandy. I'm 100% with you. I think this is a team that believes that the toughest part of their schedule is over. And they should win out until the Iron Bowl. And you've kind of been saying that, hey, Auburn certainly got a chance in the Iron Bowl. We'll talk about that in a few weeks, but I'm with you. I think the way Hugh Freeze has handled the emotions in this locker room have been pretty solid despite losing four games in a row, and now all of a sudden they're like, okay, everything is still in front of us in regards to being able to do more than what a lot of people expected us to.
2: Well, look, uh, the Auburn head coach version of Hugh Freeze, I you know, I guess you can call him a lot of things, but, but not transparent isn't one of them, especially with the media. I think he's telling you how he really feels, and he's right because of a couple reasons. I mean, you saw the answer he gave the other day uh, when when you know somebody decided to go on a fishing expedition and, and try and create something out of nothing. Um, but the reason it's scary is because we... You think about Vanderbilt, Zach. I, I, anybody listening out there, I say the word Vanderbilt football. Do you really just quake in your boots? Do you get really super nervous? No, you don't. They are known as the doormat of SEC football. They are known... the reason they are hanging around is because everybody can point to them and say look we do care about academics even though we know the slogan is it just means more in the sec that's that's who vanderbilt's been good bad or indifferent so if we think that the players are going to think that they know it's vanderbilt right so you get worried they may get lulled to sleep oh we should just roll our helmet out and beat this team and then going there to play you've gone to play at lsu right you you've gone to to play in these environments texas a&m where it's crazy it's rockets that gets you going some guys like playing on the road more than at home you go to vanderbilt and it's like a picnic in front of the Louvre. like it's there's you know it's quiet you can hear the birds if anybody's getting pulled over you're going to hear the siren And they don't start packing that thing until they realize they're still in the game. So I think Hugh Freeze is being 100% transparent, and it's not just him. You would almost, as crazy as it sounds, rather go play a team that you turn on the film and they play in an environment, and you go, hey, guys, we don't play well, we're going to lose, as opposed to being like, all right, guy, I'd much rather have to say woe than go. And that's just the nature of the beast for Vanderbilt football right now when you're playing them on the road.
1: Yeah, I I think a lot of these players, though, the way they talk about some of the Vanderbilt athletes, I think they respect them. I think they respect what they're doing. It just hasn't all come together. When I talk to some of these well, kids, it's the right they, mindset to have. It's yeah. Just-
2: they respect them. A lot of these guys know each other, right? Like some of them know each other, but having said that, there's a reason that one of them went to Auburn and one of them went to Vanderbilt. That isn't yeah. to say that Vanderbilt doesn't have any good players. Hell, just look at Kentucky's run game. Ray Davis, pretty good. Will Shepard, NFL player. That's, that, that's, that's their cat on offense. But they don't have enough of them. So, look, I think Auburn's players have been great with the media. You haven't heard any controversy caused by any player in the media, any coach in the media, really. So, I, I think that's Auburn's got a good culture when it comes to that. I think it's a little bit of that. But, look, at the end of the day, Auburn can't overlook anybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, as far as Vanderbilt attacking Auburn's defense, whether it's on the ground – or in the air, you got to think Walter Taylor is going to be a big part of it. He's the guy that they're assuming starts. Got his first touchdown of his career last week against Ole Miss. That's the only time they scored against Ole Miss. And, Jake, they may do different things to make it look different, but I think they're going to try to achieve the same thing they did against Mississippi State. Say, hey, beat us with your arm, or this isn't going to happen for you. I, I think it's going to be the yeah. same approach.
2: Yeah, you got, you got to prove it to me again. Like, all right, you you showed me last week against Mississippi State. Can you can you prove it again? Not only that, can you do it on the road? Because I mean, they went out to play at Cal, and Cal's not exactly you know the seven rings of hell for opposing teams. And right. Auburn didn't really play well. But that's a West Coast trip. It's early in the year. It's late at night. Whatever, whatever. But when I look at when I look at how Vanderbilt can attack Auburn, the thing that scares you if you're Auburn is they got nothing to lose. They could run six reverses. They could run throwback passes. But the Good question point. becomes with your new quarterback. How much are you going to put on his plate? Because I think we overlook ball handling sometimes. We overlook the things that that quarterbacks have to do, the footwork, going through with the fakes, being on the right spot, having that chemistry built. With a quarterback you're just throwing in there with receivers that have been out there catching passes from another guy, not only during the game, but at practice for more times than they have with this guy. So I I think you may see Vanderbilt give a lot of eye candy. You may see some crazy formations. You may see a couple trick plays. But at the end of the day, there's only so much you can put on a new guy's plate, especially against a defense that's capable and can get you behind the chains very quickly, which obviously limits the playbook.
1: Is there any weight in your mind? This is the last home game for Vanderbilt this year so i assume that senior day they go to south carolina next week and then they uh, they go to tennessee on the 25th so i guess they have an off week between those games but does does this mean anything extra because of that and i mean it seems like if you're going to line up all three of those games vandy probably thinks this is the most winnable of those three games just the fact that it's at home
2: yeah, I, I mean, look, it's always a little like extra emotional, right, on senior day. I mean, you, you get guys that kind of punch above their weight. But, look, what gravity's gravity. Over four quarters, that stuff, you know, tends to work itself out. Honestly, what I think, Zach, I think Vanderbilt's at the point of the year where, and I hate to say this, that you're punching the clock. You're punching the clock. You're doing what you have to do. You're not, I mean, sure. I, I'm guessing the enthusiasm probably isn't at an all-time high right now. Uh, so, I again, I I just don't think that, that the senior day emotions or that, you know, one last hurrah, you know, let's circle the wagons for Vandy. I just, I, I don't see it.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, Jake, I, I want to get your thoughts on the final score prediction. And then also there's an area that's popped up. On Auburn's corner of uh, the social media world. And we'll also hear from Auburn head coach Bruce Pearl in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the best way to play daily fantasy sports, whether it's football with the NFL or college football, whether it's the NBA or college basketball starting right around the corner. And uh, of course, the World Series as it begins to wrap up. They've got everything on. Prize picks, and all you have to do is you uh, you you pick a player, and they're going to have uh, a stat, a projected stat, and you just pick if you think it's going to be more or less. You pick two to six players. Obviously, the more players you pick, it can you can win up to twenty five times your money. It's very very fun, and it's just you playing against the numbers. You're not playing against you know these sharks and pros and all that. So it's very very fun. I encourage you to check it. Now, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, that's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Frisky Whiskey is the best place to buy all of your alcohol, whether it's wine, beer, bourbon, tequila. Vodka, doesn't matter what it is, Frisky Whiskey has you covered. It's about 20 minutes outside of the Auburn, Opelika, Lee County area. You hop on I-85, you go into the state of Georgia, you'll see a bunch of signs pointing you to the direction of Frisky Whiskey, or you can just type it in your phone's GPS. they got 10,000 square feet of selection. Based on where it's located, the, the, the prices are going to be way lower than anywhere in the state of Alabama, so be sure to check that out. That is Frisky Whiskey. That's where uh, I hope you buy all of your alcohol as well. Frisky Whiskey, thank you so much for partnering with Locked on Auburn. Jake Crane, our guest every single Thursday here on Locked on Auburn. So Cadillac Williams put out an incredible pregame speech that has been put on social media now as Auburn beat Mississippi State. And I watch it. I assume you watch it and say, dang, Caddy's a great leader. So glad. True Auburn man. Glad he's a part of this program. But there's a big chunk of Auburn people still, Jake, that say, Caddy should have been our head coach. Caddy should have been our head coach instead of Hugh Freeze. And I don't really know. I don't really know what to say <laughs> to those people. Uh,
2: yeah, first off, uh, all respect to Carnell Williams. Uh, I think eventually he's going to be a head coach one day. And 100%. And, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I think he's going to do a great job. 100%. You know, what he's done for Auburn on the field and off the field, uh, it's It's invaluable. Uh, but I think that this is the same swath of people that that probably want Hugh Freeze to fail. I would think that that's the only logical reason I, I could think to say that. Um, look, this being a head coach, and and look, Cadillac, I'm I'm sure will tell you this. Uh, it's way more than just speeches. Like it's that's you know obviously motive. You know, motivation is is a huge part of of leadership, right? And and that's something that comes along with it, especially when when you get so few opportunities and you put in so much time um but but i would have to assume that those are the same people that were upset when auburn hired Hugh freeze probably the same people that were upset when brian harson that situation went down uh -hmm. and i think you're always going to have that segment whether that be for personal reasons whether that be be for you know belief systems i i don't know I, i just want auburn to win um I, I, don't, I don't think that'll change. Probably even when he starts having a lot of success, you know, they'll be waiting on his downfall. So th- that's the only logical explanation I, I, yeah. I could get from that. Uh, but, but like I said, I, you know, I think this coach and staff is is unbelievably together. I think they, they all know their strengths. They, they all know their, you know, quote-unquote weaknesses. And, and I think, you know, they, they've done a really good job of keeping the locker room together. It's hard when, it, when it's choppy. Right. And, and you're having to go through, you know, the, the stuff that these guys go through to get ready to play. Um, but, but it takes strong, a strong leadership group, it, it takes a strong core yeah. of, of men. And uh, I think that's what Auburn has. But look, uh, hey, there's going to be some people that hate Hugh Freeze regardless. Uh, and, you know, that's it's sad in my opinion, but it is what it is. And, and that's just, you know, part of it.
1: Yeah. Brian Harson was fired a year ago this week. The best thing that happens is Brian Harson has been fired was Hugh Freeze was hired to be head coach. The second best thing, in my opinion, is that they retained Cadillac Williams. So this is no disrespect to Cadillac Williams. I just think it's no, a interesting oh, yeah. conversation. no, no, no. I, I
2: know. I just wanted to make sure that you know again this isn't this isn't saying that Cadillac can't be a head coach or or you know yeah. shouldn't be a head coach. But and Etheridge too and Travon Reed. Look he, one of the smartest things that Hugh Freeze did I don't think he gets enough credit for is that he 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 brought people in that he knows knows Auburn better than him because he didn't know Auburn as well as, as these guys did. And they need to be able to say, coach, this is a great idea. This is something that can work here. It can be embraced here or Mm -hmm. coach. I don't think this is the best way to go about this. And here's why at Auburn that goes a long way. Like if you just, it's like in anything, if you just have a bunch of yes, men that are just scared to death. And it doesn't mean you go in there and say no every time because you wield it like, you know, a flaming sword, like you're a transformer, but no, you, it's, it helps out everybody and, and it's the way it should be. So uh, I think that's one of the smartest decisions he made and look, they're damn good coaches totally. you know, and, and really good recruiters. So it's, it, it's a win-win. So I think it's very smart and I'm excited to watch caddy and these other guys get their opportunities. Uh But Auburn got the right guy for right now. And that's you freeze.
1: I think so too. I think so too. All right, Jake, give me a final score prediction for Auburn Vandy on Saturday.
2: Yeah. Man, I, I I like Auburn somewhere around the 27-30 number. Um, okay. You know, and look, if Vandy comes out and hits a play early on a reverse pass, nobody panic, nobody freak out. Mm. Um, you know, I, I would say give me give me 27. Say they hit 27 again. Give me 27 to 17. 27-17. So not I covering. Think I think it's 27-10, late. Bandy scored, said garbage time, touchdown. Give me 27-17.
1: Yeah, a little backdoor cover action.
2: Yeah, uh, it would not be the first time. No, that's right.
1: That's right. Jake, thank you for your time. We're going to jump into a conversation with Bruce Pearl, Albert head basketball coach. But first, how can people check out everything you've got going on?
2: Definitely, first off, super excited for basketball season. Heard we got some shooters. Let's go. Finally, finally, please. Love Bruce Pearl. He's the man. Yeah, if you want to find us, uh, YouTube, it's Crane Company, C-R-A-I-N-N Company, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, And for all the people that hate me because of the Charlie Five thing, I still love you guys. So, appreciate it, Zach.
1: Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the best place to wager on all of your sports action. We talked about it. Just a second ago, but Auburn is a 12 and a half point favorite against the Vanderbilt Commodores. Jake saying backdoor cover right now, as I record this on Wednesday, I, I like Auburn to cover. But anyway, I'm going to fanduel.com slash locked on right now, as you should. And uh, right now, new customers on Fanduel, you bet $5, you have a winning money line bet. It's $5 you win $150 in bonus bets. Are you kidding me? Any money line bet and you win? F- That's ridiculous. So, 150 bucks if your team wins. So, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. They've got spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. That is at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off your sports winning. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NFL and the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Alumni Hall. Basketball season's here. If your basketball stuff's outdated or you need a new jersey or, you know, something to wear to Neville Arena this year or watch parties, whatever it may be, head over to Alumni Hall. They've got three great physical locations in Opelika, in Auburn, and in Huntsville. Also, if you're like, man, I don't live anywhere near those places, just go to alumnihall.com. All their stuff is officially licensed. Really solid brands, high quality. Um, You won't regret checking out Alumni Hall. If you're an Auburn fan, which I assume you are, if you're watching the show, you will absolutely love it. And then, of course, uh, veterans and college kids, just show your ID, and you'll get a a percent off of your order. Alumnihall.com or their three great physical locations at Auburn, Opelika, and Huntsville. And joining us now, Auburn head basketball coach, Bruce Pearl. Coach, I imagine this is a, a crazy time of the year for, for obvious reasons with the start of the season, but now with this new era of college athletics, I mean, so many new faces on this roster. I'm sure there's a million different things that you're uh, you're feeling and also a million things that you're looking forward to learning about this team.
0: Well, Zach, great to be with you. Um, I Yeah, I'm excited about the team. I'm cautiously optimistic. How's that? Sure. Uh, you know, which is hard for me, you know. Uh, but I like my team. They've worked really, really hard. Uh, we've got really good depth, uh, and you're right. We have a lot of new faces and some new pieces, and that's always – it really – it is fun to see, you know, whats what it is that they can and, and what it is that they can't do and, and how they blend into what we're doing. So I'm excited about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seemed like a lot of these, uh, th- these new faces uh- – at their previous stops were very good at shooting uh beyond the perimeter. It seems like that was um that was an emphasis for you guys.
0: Yeah, I I, I do. I think that uh, the guys that we brought in new Aiden Holloway and Denver Jones, Chaney Johnson and Chad Baker. Those four guys can all shoot the ball from the perimeter, which makes whatever offense you're running better because it opens up the floor. Um we didn't shoot it great last year uh, by percentage and uh we've always been a team that's been um, better from three than two in, in some ways. Um, so, you know, hopefully that, that'll that uh, uh, increase some of our scoring. Um, you know, Zach, there's been some rule changes this year. One of the biggest one is the secondary defender coming over to rotate over to take charges. If it's close, bang, bang, it's going to be a block uh, by virtue of just the details of the rules. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, getting to the rim is, 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 is getting harder to guard uh, and getting more important to do. Uh, offensively, that's going to be one of the things that we're going to have to work on. Is 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 keeping people out of our yard,
1: Coach. As, as these rules change regarding the transfer portal, does does it change how you coach or how you have to prepare your team going into the season with so many new guys that weren't here a year before?
0: You know, Zach. It's not about the new guys. Um, I I first of all, I don't mind the transfer portal. Uh, transfer is not a bad word. Sure, I love bringing transfers in. I hate losing transfers. I hate. Mm. I, I don't like losing them. It's like family, you know. And yes. um, and so I like, I don't like. You know. I. I want to. I don't want to teach the kids to flee. I want to teach them to fight. Um, but that said, I've always enjoyed bringing guys in, and even back in the day when we sat them out. Um, and so, uh, what's changed in recruiting though is um, the number of high school players that you can take because the expectations for high school players has got to be different than it was, let's say, five to ten years ago, in the sense that unless you're a top 25 high school player, um, your first year is is not going to be, you know, um, because because of the COVID and because of the fifth year and the transfers and guys being older, uh, older players are just better. There's a big difference between an 18-year-old and a 23-year-old. Um, and so, yeah. therefore, getting old and staying old uh, is important. Sure.
1: We had Denver Jones on the show last week, Coach, and he he talked very highly of Aiden. He thinks that he's way beyond his years not playing like a freshman. Are you seeing similar things?
0: Yeah, I mean, Aiden has got – he's got a, a real ability. He's got a real feel. Uh, he's got great range. Um you know he's a hard worker, and and so therefore he's really Aiden's really prepared uh, for these moments right now, and um, and and Denver's been around, you know, long enough to be able to. You know he's seen three sets of freshmen. He was one himself, and he's been in this is his fourth year in in college, and um, so he knows the difference when he sees it. Yeah, sure.
1: What an off for Jani Broom! It kind of seemed like he was picking up a lot of steam around the NBA draft, and fortunately, he chose to to come back to Auburn, and he's getting selected for a lot of preseason lists and awards. Coach, what have you? What are you expecting out of Jani Broom
0: this season? Well, I tell you what: if he can make as much progress this year as he did last year, that'll be great for him and and great for Auburn. Um, you know, coming in from mid major, he had a lot to prove. Um, and, um, and he proved that he could score, uh, and block shots and, and play at this level every night. Um, and now what I'd like more from him is just to impact the game more defensively. Uh, he's expanded his range. Uh, he's, he's a good three point shooter, uh, and he's an outstanding passer, uh, particularly off the perimeter. So, uh, and, and a little bit of ball handling. So he's got some, he's got some, he's got some tools in the, in the toolbox, that we're going to try to take a little bit more of advantage of, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, but I al- always want more from him on the defensive end and on the backboards. Sure.
1: Obviously, uh, he and and Jalen accompanied you to uh, to SEC media days a few weeks ago. Are those the two leaders in this locker room, coach?
0: Yeah, I mean, those guys are two of the older guys, and and certainly they lead by example. Um, you know, Kd Johnson is always going to lead both by example and with his voice. It's loud. Uh, I think Chad Baker's got some leadership ability. Chris Moore uh is probably a guy that's been in the locker room as long as anybody and and guys respect. Trey Donaldson uh is is another guy that that definitely can can lead a team and and be a leader in a locker room. So I, I do think we have several guys uh that can lead. And um, you know, I think, I think the thing, Zach, for us is just is really the depth. You know, when it, when you talk about Jennifer Broom, it's hard not to talk about Dylan Cardwell. and recognize how good Dylan is defensively and and in the air and how much better he makes the other four guys when he's out there. Uh, It's hard to talk about Jalen Williams and his versatility as an athlete and an inside-out player. And You know, when Jalen Williams, when we win our first game, uh, and hopefully it'll be Baylor, but when we win our first game, Jalen Williams will become the all-time winningest player in the history of Auburn basketball. That's history. That's legacy um and and he's done so uh coming off the bench he's done so as a starter uh in, in in a day and age where guys don't stay four years he stayed five and so I hope the Auburn family will always really appreciate you know Jalen Williams you know for that um and so yeah our, our biggest thing is just our depth I got two at every position I kind of feel like uh I kind of feel like Noah yeah,
1: that's right right Coach, I mean you mentioned you mentioned Baylor in the season opener. I mean this non-conference schedule, I mean it, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this team. What was the thought, what was the mindset when you were putting together this schedule because I mean it looks it looks pretty different than than a year ago.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's uh it's 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 probably the most challenging schedule that we've played. Um and I think it's all about relevance. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we have been a top 10 program five out of the last six years. At least at some point we got ranked in the top 10. Sure. And I'm very pl- I'm very proud of that that consistency. But to do that, you've got to be good and you've got to play against really good people. Uh, we may have overdone it a little bit uh, to, to have Baylor and Notre Dame in New York. Um, and Notre Dame is different in New York. I mean, if I was playing Notre Dame in South Dakota, it would be no big deal. i got to play them in Brooklyn where they've got – you know, thousands and thousands of of, of alums. Right. Uh, that's two really tough opponents right out of the right out of the gate, especially with so many new players. But we're, yeah. but I think what it does is it just simply it gets your guys ready earlier. Our guys have been excited all fall, and and we're anxious to play uh, uh, this kind of schedule.
1: Yeah, Coach. Thank you so much for your time, and best of luck this season.
0: Okay, Zach. Thanks to be with you, War Eagle.
1: You can read all my written work at auburndaily.com and we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.
2: The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts